Thanks once again for listening to Cranford Radio. Today, I'm with Ashley Legg. She runs Leg Day Fitness. And I'm going to let you uh, tell us a little bit about what Leg Day Fitness is, Ashley, if you would, please. Leg Day Fitness is all about changing lives. That's my main goal. And what I do is I offer nutrition and fitness programs for people of all ages who have different goals, all ability levels, uh, access to equipment. It's just there's so many personalization factors into my programs. And my main goal is just to help people feel good inside and out, to feel confident and to live a long and healthy lifestyle and just to implement healthy lifestyle changes into their lives so they can be happy. How did you get into this? I started bodybuilding uh, in 2015, and that was my transformation time. And I'd always been athletic, and I had done dance and cheer in high school, but I'd never seen the progress that I wanted to aesthetically. And so I knew I had to do something extreme, and so I started bodybuilding. And I saw so many changes physically, but also mentally. I had never been so determined in my life. I had so much discipline. And when I started sharing my results with people, I noticed people gravitating towards me, wanting to know, well, how are you doing this? What are you eating? What are you doing to work out? And I learned that bodybuilding was far more than aesthetics. And I moved from what you look like on the outside to what you feel like on the inside and how you can just improve your life. And so I just knew that I wanted to help people feel the same changes. And I knew that in order to do that, I was going to have to do something else extreme. So I knew that I would start my own business and that way I could reach more and more people. And that's where it all began. You hear about people who are runners getting a runner's high and you talked about the mental differences that you experienced when you started bodybuilding and being involved with fitness more. Is it similar to a runner's high, do you think? Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Because it felt like everything else was second in my life. Like I I had a full-time job. I was a news reporter. Um, But no matter what, even if I had worked like 16 hours a day, I would make it a priority to go get my training session in and to eat all my food. (laughs) And so everything revolved around my training. And that's really what pushed me to succeed in competing on stage is I knew I had this goal and I knew I had to put everything into that goal. Otherwise, I wasn't going to feel like I earned whatever results I got at the end. And so, yeah, it it was pretty much a huge priority of mine. And I felt accomplished every single day if I, if I checked all those things off my list, like eating all my food, um, balancing my meals nutrition-wise between carbs, protein, and fat, and then working out for like a healthy heart and also to reach my goals. So yeah, it was definitely a natural high. You are dealing with both fitness and nutrition. Each person is unique. When you're looking at somebody who say is in their 20s versus somebody who's in their 50s, How do you personalize what that individual needs to get themselves fit? No matter what people's goals are, when the clients come to me, before we even start, I have them fill out a questionnaire. And it's pretty in-depth because I really like to know exactly what they're going through in their lives. So whether they're getting enough sleep. So I always ask how much sleep they're getting, how many glasses of water they're drinking, what are their three major stress stresses in life, um, what are your goals, what's your weight, what's your, what's your goal weight, how tall are you, what's your age, like do you have any injuries? Like it goes way into depth so that I can really customize the program because 
everybody is different. And that's another reason why I wanted to start my own business because there are so many fad diets out there that are restrictive and they're not personalized. And it's, there's not a one system that fits all. Like everyone deserves something that's catered to their lifestyle, something that's manageable and sustainable. And so I really, really focus. And I think that's what sets me apart from businesses in the competitive industry is that I don't make one plan fit all. I make Make sure that I customize it. It doesn't matter if you're super active in your early 20s or if you're a mom who is trying to um, shed the baby weight or if you're a gentleman who wants to build muscle in the gym. I make sure that I give you the time. We go through our consultations and then I just customize it. When it comes to fitness, I guess some people are concerned that it really requires a big commitment monetarily in terms of the equipment, weights, whatever it might be. Is that necessarily the case? It's not, in my opinion. I think the biggest factor is you have to make a choice and make it a priority. And with my programs, yes, they do cost money, but let's say you don't want to purchase a gym membership in addition to my program. I can program things for at home. And my main goal is that I educate my clients so that they can move on on their own. And sometimes you just need that person to like hold you accountable, give you some inspiration. Then it kind of sparks some exciting things in your mind like, oh, maybe I can start exploring uh, healthier recipes or healthier workouts. But really all you need to do is just have some basic knowledge about how much food your body should be eating. And then as far as exercise, even if you didn't hop onto my program, I'd encourage people to just get outdoors, walk around the block. Um, you can do anything to just add some extra activity. You could wake up in the morning and say, okay, every single morning I'm going to do 10 jumping jacks, 10 push-ups, 10 squats, and those small actions are going to make a huge difference. Or even simple lifestyle changes like parking in the far end of the parking lot so that it requires you to walk a little bit more, that makes a huge difference. Or choosing the stairs over the elevator, you can make these small changes and then just make sure that you know you are really balancing your meals because in my opinion, it comes down to nutrition. It's so easy in our world today to just like, go get fast food. Um, but if you make an effort to, to put some nutritious foods in your body and then just implement those small lifestyle changes, you can see all the difference in the world. You mentioned that when you were growing up, you were involved with sports, with cheering. Tell me a little bit about your early days. So I was super active. I always liked to be performing in some sort of way. I did grow up in a time, though, where there was no gluten-free. Um, my mom, you know, she was, she was raising two teenagers and so we definitely had some simple fixes for meals like SpaghettiOs and fish sticks and all that and so uh, even though I was super active I wasn't eating foods that were nutritious for my body so uh, I didn't notice any of that until I was like older and in college none of that mattered back in the day because I was just always hungry burning energy Uh, but yeah I love to perform I love to dance and cheer in high school Um, I was always trying to find the next fun activity to do and that's just always been my personality. You're relatively new to Cranford. Did you grow up in this New York, New Jersey area? I did not. So this is my first time living on the East Coast. It's definitely been a transition. 
I grew up in Las Vegas, Nevada, and also Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which is like two worlds apart. Um, but I like that balance because it's actually very similar to living in Cranford, New Jersey to New York City. And so I love the feeling of having the opportunity to go to the city, but then coming home to something more intimate and quiet and community-based. And um, we moved here to the East Coast from Oklahoma, which is another random place that I lived for my former career as a TV reporter. But my husband got a job in Manhattan, and we chose Cranford. Well, actually, I really think Cranford chose us because we were given a list from family members that knew the area, Union County, of places to live. And when we went to Cranford downtown, we were like, this is it. It was just so cute, and I love the motto, keep Cranford quaint. And I love the idea that these are all local businesses and everything goes back to the community and they have a great educational system. And I'm in the stage of my life where we want to start a family. So this is like the perfect place because, you know, when you plant your roots, you want to feel comfortable. And ever since I came here, I felt welcomed. You mentioned about being a TV reporter and also growing up part of your life in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Was that where you had your first TV job? I had my first job out of college at UNLV in Las Vegas, Nevada, I was behind the scenes as an assignment reporter or assignment desk um, person. And basically I answered the phones and listened to the police scanners and uh, sent reporters out and photographers out to assignments. But while I was working there, I was able to shadow some of the photographers and the reporters. And the news director in Las Vegas knew that I wanted to be on air. Uh, he wasn't ready to take me on because I was such a newbie, and but he did let me follow and shadow people. And so that's what I did. And I put together my reel and got my first job on air in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which is where I grew up part of my childhood. So it was really neat to go home and to live at home because when you're starting out reporting, you do not make a lot of money. And so I was able to live at home and then my family was able to watch me evolve and be a part of this huge transition in my life where I was like becoming, becoming my own and, um, you know, really evolving in my career and, and just learning my craft. And so that's where I was for about a year and a half before I was ready to move on. And I applied to stations all over the country and Oklahoma City just ended up working out. So I ended up just driving 10 hours south and moved there. That was the first place that I lived on my own as a NBC reporter in Oklahoma City for K4 TV. Working for KFOR, what was that like? It was intense because it was a huge market. Like some people think Oklahoma is, is super small and it is in areas, but the metro where I lived is, is a million people and Oklahoma City is 800, I think it was 899,000. So people in, in Oklahoma and in that state, they live and breathe weather and news. So I was thrown in, it was baptism by fire for sure because my first days there, there was the 2013 tornado, and it was really bad. It was devastating. Dozens of people died. And I was sent out immediately, and I didn't even know where more Oklahoma was on the map because I had just moved to Oklahoma City. And so I was being sent to this place, and there was all this destruction, and I was meeting people for the first time, but they were going through something so severe like losing their home or even a loved one. And so it was like very hard at first because I was just thrown into the system, learning the state, um, covering these horrible events. Um, but I think it was actually in a way like – meant to be because I got to meet 
the people of Oklahoma and learn the character really fast. People are so nice there and they were so welcoming despite what they were going through. And I just learned so much. So it was, it was intense. And even beyond, um, tornado season there's a lot of crime there so it's very fast paced which seems a lot different when I say that and I live in now New Jersey and New York um, because they're whole different ball games but it was it was interesting and I think I became a really strong reporter being in that scene. Here in Cranford one of the ways you're giving back is using some of those TV talents at TV 35. Tell me what you're doing there. The first thing I did when I moved here, because I was immediately kind of uh, lost on where to use my skills, I went to a a Chamber of Commerce meeting and met the mayor, and he had told me about TV35, and so did you, actually. And so I I asked for a meeting, and I said I want to host some sort of show or do something with my skills. And so now I host a TV show called Talk of the Town with TV35, and we highlight events going on in Cranford and and just any any happenings or any big topics we're covering and I think it's been great to get me involved because I'm really meeting a lot of influential people in the community and learning about the dynamic and how community-based it is and it's just really helped me fall more in love with the town. As we close I come to you and I am out of shape my nutrition is terrible it's McDonald's Taco Bell things like that what tip would you give me to try to get myself back on track? Well, the first step, if you're, if you're asking someone for help, you know you want to make a change. And I think that's so great when people actually like are vulnerable in that moment and say, I want to do something differently. And I would encourage people to write down their goals, number one, because sometimes you're always thinking about them, but you're not seeing them on paper. So write them down and what you want to change in your life. And then making it a priority to take simple actions one at a time to get there because you don't want to overwhelm yourself with 20 new lifestyle changes. All you need is a few simple things to get you motivated, whether that's cleaning out your pantry, throwing those Oreos away and you know, replacing them with, with a better option or making it a priority to walk 30 minutes three times per week those changes are going to motivate you for more because you're going to start to feel better. And once you feel better, that is just enough motivation to go to that next level and then take that next positive step. So I would just say write your goals down and start taking action and you will earn your results. I've been talking to Ashley Legg, the owner of Leg Day Fitness. Ashley, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Thank you so much for having me. And I am so blessed to be a part of the Cranford community.